Welcome to the Residential Movement. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for dental home care. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering dental services at the residences of patients who are best served at home. Listen in as we talk dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more, and learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. I get a lot of questions from you regarding the economics of a dental home care practice. This is wonderful because it's super important to understand the nuts and bolts of running a business in order to make it sustainable. A sustainable, thriving practice helps more patients. A sustainable practice also implies that you are earning a living. You've invested a lot in your education and you offer valuable services, so you should be compensated for that. Okay, listen to episode number three to hear all about my own money mindset work that I've had to do in order to even be able to say that to you. Anyway, I'm grateful that so many of you docs are really interested in starting your dental home care practice. My dental home care practice, Acoma Dental, has been a blessing to patients and to me. I want the same for you and your patients. So it's important to earn a living and it's important to protect your earnings. Part of protecting your earnings is employing a good tax strategy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Believe it or not, the tax code was written to protect business owners, so make sure you take full advantage of it. Don't get me wrong, we should all be good citizens and pay the taxes that we owe, but only the taxes that we owe. We shouldn't feel obligated to leave Uncle Sam a tip because he'll take it and he doesn't have an income problem. But that's a topic for another podcast. So today, I want to share my two favorite tax write-offs for house call dentists. These are two deductions that traditional dental practice owners do not get. Before I go on, I'm going to preface everything by stating the obvious. I am a house call dentist, not an accountant. And if you only get one thing out of this episode today, I hope it is the knowledge that you need an accountant in your corner. You also need to keep accurate financial records. You can do this by hiring a full-time accountant and bookkeeper, but that's a heavy lift. Alternatively, you can choose to track your own numbers and consult your accountant quarterly. This is what I do. QuickBooks is the software that I trust for my bookkeeping. It links right up to my business bank account. I can categorize my transactions, run custom reports, and track cash flow. I highly recommend using QuickBooks, especially if you want to make sure you're always ready for tax season. You, as a Residential Movement listener, can receive 30% off your QuickBooks subscription for the next six months if you visit residentialmovement.com QuickBooks. I'll place the link in the show notes too. So now that I've prefaced this discussion by telling you to find an accountant and make sure your bookkeeping is organized in QuickBooks, we can talk about tax write-offs. Let me explain what a tax write-off is. If you're a seasoned business owner, feel free to fast forward, but I know a lot of you listening are associates or students. So I'm going to take a few minutes to explain tax write-offs because when I first started my business two years ago, sure, I was a bright young dentist, but I did not know the first thing about taxes. I want to make sure we're all on the same page going forward. So here's my elementary explanation of what a tax write-off is. A tax write-off is synonymous with a business expense that can be deducted from your business income. Any necessary and ordinary expense that you incur as a result of running your business gets deducted from your business's gross income. This is great because as a business owner, you're only taxed on the amount of money your business nets after expenses. This is unlike how associates are taxed. Associates are taxed on all of the income they earn as they earn it. So let's compare two scenarios. First, say that you are a dental home care practice owner. 
That year, you may have earned $200,000. That same year, you purchased things that you needed for your business. Pens, loops, stamps, gloves, association dues, conference expenses, and other business expenses. Let's say the total of those business expenses were $30,000. Subtract your expenses from your income, and now you will only be taxed as if you earned $170,000. $170,000 is your taxable income for the year. Now let's say you're an associate with a salary of $170,000 in a given year. Every time you're paid your paycheck, your taxes were withheld. This means that you have to buy your loops, plane tickets to conferences, and everything else post-tax. So even though you technically have the same taxable income as the practice owner in example one, during the year, you have less cash to work with. Both of these dentists have the same taxable income, but one has a lot more freedom and the ability to purchase things pre-tax. That's the business owner. Associates might get to deduct some of their expenses if they itemize deductions, but most people don't do that. Either way, pre-tax purchases are a huge benefit of being a business owner. This is another reason why it's worthwhile to start your dental home care practice, even if it will be a side business. Plus, there are some awesome tax advantages of specifically being a house call dentist that I want to tell you about. That's right, traditional private practice owners don't get these deductions that I'm about to share with you here. These two deductions are lifestyle-related expenses that you're already paying for. But once you have a dental home care practice, you can deduct these expenses. Number one is a home office. That spare room you aren't using but are still paying to heat can now be written off. House call dentists take up room in their own homes in order to do work outside of the home. You'll use space in your home to sit and write your notes at the end of the day. You'll use space for sterilizing equipment and you'll use space for storing instruments. So take advantage of the home office deduction. You can either deduct a percentage of your utilities, security system, insurance, and other expenses, or you can write off a certain square footage in your home. Traditional practice owners can only write off utilities and expenses of their business location, not their home. Number two, the second deduction is your car. As a house call dentist, you need your car in order to run your business, not just for your commute. You can choose to write off your mileage, or you can choose to write off a percentage of the actual amount of money you spend on your car during the year, on gas, maintenance, car washes, all of it. If you purchase a vehicle large enough, you can deduct 100% of it during the year that you buy it. That's a huge deduction. A typical private practice owner cannot write off their vehicle because everyone is assumed to have a commute to work. Now, a traditional multi-practice owner can deduct their mileage between locations during the day if they visit multiple sites, but otherwise, for most chairside docs, their vehicle is not directly necessary for earning their income. It's amazing that your home and car, two items that you're already paying for, could be written off when you become a house call dentist. It's just another benefit of the house call dentist lifestyle. If you're wondering what the lifestyle of a house call dentist looks like, download my free scheduling guide called A Day in the Life of a House Call Dentist at residentialmovement.com slash a day in the life. Understanding tax write-offs, diligent bookkeeping, and having a wonderful accountant in your corner are three ways to make sure that you're protecting your earnings. Remember, no tips for Uncle Sam. Save those tips to thoughtfully give to charitable causes that you care about. Charitable giving is tax deductible, by the way. Which reminds me, whether you decide to pursue dental home care or not, please consider contributing to the Home Smile Care Foundation. This is a nonprofit organization founded by myself and my loved ones to provide financial assistance to patients who struggle to afford in-home care. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Residential Movement. Thank you also for submitting your thoughtful questions. If you have a question about dental home care, reach out by submitting questions on the Residential Movement website at residentialmovement.com. You can also message Residential Movement on Facebook or Instagram. It's me you'll be connecting with in the DMs, and I love chatting with you guys. I truly appreciate you considering dental home care. Exploring your interest in this field and taking action if you're called means that someday dental home care will be normal instead of novel or niche. Your future patients appreciate you, and I really appreciate you too. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you liked what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you know someone who could benefit from this info, please share this with them. All of those actions help fuel the residential movement. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.